Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, June the 9th, and we come off another crushing loss for your Philadelphia Phillies. The Braves come to town last night, start the series, and... Philly find a way to lose the game, as uh, as we've become so accustomed to with this team, and and sad to say it was low on the list of painful losses because there's so many horrible ones already this season. Uh, but it was definitely a painful loss, and it was a game the Phillies had, a game the Phillies had in hand, had a chance to win, fought back, played a tough game early, and then in classic, classic 2021 Phillies fashion, they just frittered away. At the end, the bullpen blows it. The defense blows it. The bats aren't quite good enough to get it done. Aaron Nola will get into him. Man, what a disappointment. Just a disappointment all around. And, again, you know, we keep talking about this Phillies team. Every time you start to hope for momentum, you start to think, all right, maybe this team's going to start to to get things together. Three out of four heading into this game. All that, right? Blah, 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 blah. Nope. Yet again, they just they just don't have it. You know, they just don't have it. Last night, just a perfect example of a a team that's just not good enough. A team that's just gonna find gonna more often find ways to lose than more often find ways to win. You know, that that's the way this team feels, and that doesn't mean that that's how it will keep going throughout the rest of the season, but it's certainly the direction it's headed in. I mean, how many of these shows have we done just reacting to the disappointment of of a night before where this team blew a game they had, where this team continues to let things like defense ruin their season? Just um, an incredibly frustrating loss. They lose 9-5. to It was a lot closer than that the whole game until the eighth inning when the Braves blew it open. Um, It was just a really frustrating game. You know, I, I... I expected them to blow it deep down in my soul <laughs> as I'm watching it. I'm like, all right, if I have to bet if someone, you know, forced me to put my money on this game right now in this spot, I would bet on the Phillies to blow it. But that's sense memory. That's experience, of course. That's how I'm going to feel. But uh, they did. They did exactly what you thought they'd do. And they did it in the exact fashion. Some bad bullpen pitching and some horrible defense. And it's like, yep. 
That's the Phillies that I know. That's the Phillies this year. <laughs> ah, like that's I'm I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated. Home series against the Braves. Off day before. You're ready. You're locked in, and this is what we get. All right, let's dive into the game, and then we'll get to obviously a lot after. Um, as the Phillies lose, they're now 28 and 31 on the season. They are now. Uh, the Mets lose as well, which I guess is good, but you lose a game to the Braves by, you know, losing directly to them. Phillies remain four back of the Mets, but now uh, two and a half back of Atlanta. As Atlanta now two and a half back of the Mets at 29-29, 28-31 for the Phillies. Um, let's get into last night's game. As uh, Look, let's start at the top. Let's start with what I think is the, um, you know, the person. Look, and they, this team deserves blame here. Um, you know, five runs isn't horrible, but five runs is not enough to win that game last night. The bullpen blew it. And again, Scott Fransky, I heard during the game, say that the bullpen has an ERA of over six in the eighth inning. Bullpen hasn't been great. Really, it hasn't been. And uh, it's been better than last season, so it kind of masks it. But it's still been pretty bad. And, uh, you know, honestly, like, I mean, other than Hector Neris, and even then I know there are a lot of people who don't trust Hector, but, I mean, Hector's literally the only guy on the team who, when he comes in, I feel is, feel very confident. And even then, like we've said a million times, I don't feel, like, supremely confident. Um, Brogdon I was starting to feel good about, then guess what? My man blows it last night. He's got a 509 ERA. How can you feel confident about that? And I know he had that six run out against the Giants, so that, that inflates the ERA, but... Um, Last night, just a, a real bummer, man. And let's start at the top. Let's start at the person who I think needs to be called out for this type, exact type of performance. And that's Aaron Nola. I mean, just flat out not good enough. Like, I'm sorry, just not good enough. And I know that we do the whole Aaron Nola is he an ace, blah, 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 that whole tired argument. Well, guess what? He's not. <laughs> He's just not. That that's the the argument over. Done. Discussion over. He's not an ace. Flat out. He's just not an ace. Now, he can be ace-ish. He is a very good pitcher. A very good pitcher. He is uh, you know, a uh top I you know, coming in the season would have said top ten to fifteen range in baseball, probably more like top twenty, twenty-ish, twenty-two, twenty-five, whatever, but certainly um not this season so far, but just in general, but um, I mean, he's just been a big disappointment. Like, let's call it what it is. Aaron, we are in June. We are in June. Aaron Nola's had two starts in June. He's gone five innings in each of them. He gave up three runs in one, and now he's given up four in the other. Uh, Aaron Nola just hasn't been good enough. Like, flat out not good enough. Last night against the Braves. Nola gives you five innings, four earned, seven hits, two walks, seven strikeouts, the two home runs. And again, just kept letting the Braves back in the game. Game uh, gives up runs early, one nothing. Then it's 2 nothing on an Acuna homer in the third. Then the Phillies get one back, 2-1, you're feeling good. Then Contreras, boom, homer, 3-1. Okay, great. 3-2, uh, a Bryce Harper bomb. Bryce gets him back into it. Feeling good. It's a one-run game. Then again, more runs against Aaron Nola, 4-2. Then the Phillies battle. They keep battling, and that's why this game, you felt like they had a chance. They 
It's 4-3 to three on a Segura double, then JT a solo shot to tie it. Then they take the lead in the sixth, that big six inning with the JT Omer, and then the Brad Miller single, 5-4. Um, and we'll get to what happened after that, but but let's stick with Nola for a sec. Nola, like this is a, a spot where your guys gave you enough runs. You're Aaron Nola. We are sitting in the sixth inning, and the Phillies have five runs. Like you should be winning 5-1 to one in that spot. You should be winning 5-1 to one in that spot. Like, over and over and over and over again, Aaron Nola has just not been good enough for this team. Like, flat out. Like, I'm sorry. Tired of defending him. Tired of being like, oh, ho, ho, it's okay. He's still really good. He is still really good. But he's not good enough for what they need right now. He's just not. Like, again, hit this one, five innings, four runs. Last outing, five innings, three runs. Outing before that, six innings, one run. And he didn't look great in it. It was like a soft six innings, one run. Outing before that, five innings, four runs. Outing before that, six and two-thirds, three runs. Outing before that, four innings, five runs. Like, he's been super mediocre. And the problem is it keeps start after start. Like, this is a team that's floundering right now. This is a team with playoff aspirations that is not playing close to that level. And you need, you need your big dogs right now. You need your ace who's Zach Wheeler, clearly, but you need your aces. You need your best guys to step up for you. To step up. And it has been start after start after start where Nola has not. Like, flat out hasn't stepped up. And look, I know, look, at the end of the season, we'll look at Nola's numbers, and he'll have a three-something ERA, and he'll be like, well, that's a, he's a good pitcher. He's not a great pitcher right now, this moment, clearly. And he's far from an ace. Like, not even in the ace realm right now. Like, you you see what Zach Wheeler does, and then you see what Nola does, and you're like, oh, one of those guys is an ace, and it's not Aaron Nola, flat out. He's just not right now. He's a big disappointment. Aaron Nola on the list of biggest disappointments on the team this year. And, you know, look, obviously you'd put Bohm out of him because Bohm has been horrendous, even though I had a couple hits last night, and so on and so forth. But, but in terms of what you expect versus what you're getting, I mean, Nola's a 406 ERA. And again... Again, it's not just the 406 ERA. It's not just the disappointing showings. It's the spots that he's doing them in. Like, this team needs him in these spots. Like, last night, you're two games under 500. You're starting a home series with the Braves. That's when you need Aaron Nola to show up. It's June. It's June. Tonight is the 60th game of the season. That's it. If it were last year, the season's over after tonight. And what did the Phillies finish last year? 29 and 31? 28 and 32? Right now they're 28 and 31. Right in that range, huh? Right there of where they would have missed made the playoffs last year in that stupid 60-game season. This year it's not even close. But, like, what a disappointment. What a disappointment right now this team is. We're 60 games in tonight. Tonight's the 60th game of the season. Tonight the season ends, if it was last year. And guess what? Same old story, same old song and dance. Exact same. Same record. (laughs) I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? And how do you not get more from Aaron Nola? How does this guy not step up in these spots? I am. I feel like I'm losing my mind watching this baseball team because they have more talent than they show us. And Aaron Nola is a perfect example of that. Like, step up in a big spot, Aaron. Please. Please. Could you get some big freaking outs for this team? 
Jack Fritz and I, my buddy Jack, we, you know, we do the IOPS pod together. We used to talk about playoff Nola as this like mythical creature that that because he's so cool and calm and collected. Once he got in a playoff game, he would just be this dynamite dominant dude. Whoops. Whoops. Ain't no such thing as playoff Nola. It's like meaningless gaming in August Nola. That's the really good bit. Meaningless gaming in late in July when you're already starting to fall out of it, Nola. That's what he's been. Every big game. Nope. We saw it last year, end of the season. Dude had two chances to pitch this team into the playoffs. All he had to do was win a freaking game, and they're in, and he couldn't do it. And again, over and over and over and over again this season, this guy, when you feel like you need him, when this team feels like they need him, he never comes through. He never comes through. So, yeah, and look, again, I think Aaron Nola will figure it out and will be better. I think he'll get back to, you know, he's always that guy who every year will come back and give you, you know, a a, a stretch of good starts, of good innings, and and ultimately get his numbers to generally where they need to be. But, man, we watch the games. We watch him every start. Like, he's just not what we want him to be, flat out. Like, the again, I know it's been like, it's almost been like a joke. Back, well, there's Nolan Ace, and the, you know, there's the A, he is an Ace, and there's not an Ace camp. And I've always been, you know, he's not like a classic Ace, but he's Ace-ish. He's certainly the best pitcher on this team until Wheeler now. Um, but, like, he's, he's not. Like, he's not Ace. He's just not. Like, he's not Shane Bieber. He's not... Garrett Cole, he's not, you know, these guys who you would feel really comfortable. Max Scherzer, Zach Wheeler, he's not those guys. Certainly not right now. He's not those guys. And he hasn't come through in those spots for the Phillies. And it's it's time to start recognizing it. It's time to start saying, hey, Aaron Nola's not coming through in these spots over and over and over again. Because he's not. And because he's not an ace. Like, he's not. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. I'm sure there are people who are mad about it. It is what it is. He's just not. Certainly not right now. He is disappointing right now. He is one of the biggest disappointments on this Phillies team right now. Considering the numbers, the spot, the timing. Nola's been a massive, epic disappointment. Again, he has a 4.06 ERA on the season. And, you know, just every time you need it, you need him to go out and be the stopper, he never is. Flat out, he's not. So, uh, incredibly disappointing. Let's get back to how the game finished out last night. So, the Phillies now take the lead, 5-4. to four. Thank God at that point, Aaron Knowles out of the game. Um, that's a joke. Uh, but Nola out, and it's time for the bullpen. And uh doesn't matter who's pitching because it's going to get blown up. Um Archie Bradley, another clean inning. Archie's been good. Shout out to Archie. Uh, since coming back from DL and working his way back, he's been pretty good. Alvarado, a bit of a scary inning, but as usual, gets through it. So, two clean innings there. We head to the eighth inning. A 5-4 to four Phillies lead. Connor Brogdon on the hill. And game. Austin Riley homers to make it 5-5. Five to five. Sucks the life out of the building, out of the... Uh, out of the team, it just felt like it felt like that was it. Brogdon allows a couple more base runners, leaves the game, ends up going a third of an inning, giving up two hits, three runs, only two of them earned, one walk, but leaves the game in a 5-5 tie. Sam Coonrod comes in and stinks it up. Coonrod had two inherited base runners there. Sam Coonrod, uh, 
I heard Fransky say last night, uh, so coming into the game, he had had 10 inherited base runners, 6 had been allowed to score. Now it's 8-12 and because he allowed two more last night. Ultimately, allows four runs to score, two of them against Brogdon, two against himself uh, as Riley Homer and then the rest, Coonrod. Uh, first one, RBI single by Contreras, and then Coonrod just says, oh, you know what, we haven't had a bad defensive play in a little while. Let me throw one of those into the mix as Coonrod gets the Phillies do have two errors on the day. I shouldn't say for a while. They they do always. Um, grounded to Coonrod, throws it into center field, another run scores, and then the floodgates open, Ronald Acuna, two RBI single, and that was that. And it was over and it was done. And it just sucked, man. It sucked. It was a sucky way to lose a game. Um, at home. A game you want, a game you need, a game. That puts you in front of the Braves in the division. Now you're gaming up back of them. Now you have to win these next two just to, to get back in there. And you know, you just have to win these next two, period, to, to feel good. Um, just a brutal loss. And yet again, everything on display, right? Uh, Nola not coming through. Uh, the um, D, uh, bullpen being disappointed. And then Coonrod, the defense. I mean, just the defense. What was that, man? Like, threw the ball into the center field. It was just ugly. And ultimately... Bats, you know, not enough. It was nice to see Look, Harper gets his first homer since getting back. Smoked one. Uh, JT Homer starting to starting to feel it. You can see JT's swing looking much better. Um, looking confident. Uh, Boom had a couple hits. Torres had a couple hits. Luke Williams, who got called up when Scott Kingery taking off the 40-man. Luke Williams, uh, a hit and a run scored in his uh, pinch-hitting first appearance there. He's batting 1,000. Luke Williams. Give me more Luke Williams. Uh, but look, the Phillies, um, not enough offensively. 11 hits, five runs. Uh, only struck out four times, which is nice to see. To see, We've seen some some concerted improvement, concerted effort to improve in that spot there recently, um, which is nice. Um, and look, the offense is going to have to carry them. You know, that's what we talked about last time, and that's where we're at. You know, if they could have just squeezed in a couple more insurance runs, maybe that situation doesn't crop up in the same way later in the game, whatever. But... Offense has to score more runs. And five, again, you should be able to win a baseball game when you score five runs. Um, they weren't, and that's frustrating. But this offense is going to have to be the thing that moves them forward. I mean, they're just not good enough. And the bullpen, you know, we've talked a lot. And I think that because, you know, obviously last year we talked about a historically all-time worst ever type of bullpen, that this year we almost um, kind of not give them a pass but don't, you know, kind of acknowledge just how bad they've been lately. You know, they've been bad. Again, that stat from, from uh, Scott Fransky last night is, is pretty wild that the Phillies ERA after the or in the eighth inning is over six, and it's just such a sign of, of the, the struggles this bullpen has had. And um, it is frustrating because um, it was exciting to think that this uh, – this bullpen was different. This bullpen would be better. This bullpen would um, be able to to kind of give you a lot more than what you got last season, and uh, obviously not the case, uh, unfortunately. Um, obviously better than, than last season, don't get me wrong, but um, just a real disappointment. And as I mentioned before, I mean, who do you, who do you trust? I mean, Coonrod's ERA is up to 3.28, and that was with two runs last night that he gave up. Uh, that didn't count against him, and then two unearned runs. The man's given up a lot more runs than that. I mean, Connor Brogdon, 
You know, there were times where I was like, oh, I totally trust that guy. Not in, not at all, obviously. I mean, again, we saw it last night. I, I mean, I, I trust him, but not a ton. I mean, Alvarado is a, you know, who the hell knows what's going to happen. Archie Bradley's been better lately, but Brandon Kinsler was put on IL, useless. David Hale, you know, Ranger we love. Ranger's been great, but he's kind of a different type of reliever, obviously. Um, it's disappointing because... Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of these kind of blown games at the end. The Phillies, 12 blown saves on the season after last night. Coonrod, you know, a blown save, not always in the ninth inning, but 12, 12 in 59 games. We're back, folks. <laughs> we're back. So 12 in 59 games is essentially more than a sixth, almost a fifth. It is a fifth, right, of their games. They blown them. I mean, how... How crazy is that? After, you know, all we went through last year with that bullpen and thinking that we had, you know, gotten past that, so to speak. And uh, it's frustrating. And again, this is just a flawed team, top to bottom, as we've talked about so many times. Um, and if you're going to get B-level Aaron Nola, if you're going to not get help from the bullpen, and then if you're not going to hit, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Nice that Luke Williams got called up. We talked about that as a possibility yesterday. Officially called up. I think he can help. But um, look, and we'll talk about this more later in the week. But like, I don't even, I think, look, if the way this keeps going, like, I don't even think they're going to be a buyer at the deadline, nor should they be. You know, this team isn't good enough to buy for. I mean, you could make the argument they should be a seller. A, a strong argument. Just because when you look at them, they're not good enough. And, and unless they make a, a, a run here at some point before the end of next month. Like, I don't see any scenario. And we'll talk more about this later in the week. There's a good article on Philly Voice I want to talk about in terms of the what Dombrowski's done and past trade deadlines and what that could mean for the Phillies. I definitely want to get into that because, I mean, right now, if it, you know, if you say, all right, right now, what do you think the Phillies should do if you, you know, forecast? Because obviously we don't know. You have to see where you're at, all that stuff. But like, if you say to me right now, like, all right, you have to decide right now, June 9th, should the Phillies be a buyer or a seller? I would say seller without thinking. I would just be like, seller. Boom. Whatever you can get for your pieces. Let's do it. And that's crazy. And, and again, it's also uh, narrow. I mean, the idea that I'm not saying I want them to trade Bryce Harper or anything like that, but like, you know, what pieces do you have to sell? Are you trading Hector Neris? Are you trading Archie Bradley? Are you trading... You know, are you trading a big piece? Are you trading Zach Wheeler? I mean, I hope not because that's the thing is like I want them to be able to contend next year. Obviously, like gonna, there's going to be a full decade now without the playoffs. Like I don't want to wait anymore. I'm tired of waiting. We all are. But at the same time, like it's tough to look at this group right now and see what the next step is. They're right up against the luxury tax. They have the fifth highest payroll in baseball and they're below average team right now. They're a mediocre team. And the Rays are like 15 games over 500 with a quarter of the payroll. Like, that's just such an example of what the problem is with this organization, this team, is that it's just a bunch of pieces thrown together and they haven't built anything. There's no infrastructure here. There's nothing to move forward with, to carry forward. There's no huge base of of talent to to pull from, to, to grow with, to build with, and that's a massive problem for this Phillies team. So, um. It's a real pivot point right now for this organization. They're in a spot, and and how they play over the next month 
is going to have massive ramifications for this franchise moving forward. You know, it's it's because if you do become a seller at the deadline again, like there are so many tentacles to that, so many peels of the onion, so to speak, where it's it's what does that say to the team? What does that say to the Bryce Harpers and JTs, the guys who have decided to sign your long term? What does that say to a fan base that you have made very clear we're going for it? We're signing these guys. We're making a run. We care. Like, there's so many angles to this that is, frankly, really hard to parse out what is, what isn't, what will be, what won't be. And it's, um, we're going to be talking about it a lot. It's going to be a major topic of conversation over the next couple of months, especially if the Phillies can't turn it around or, or it's a will they, won't they. It's going to be fascinating to see what this organization does and how they handle it. Um, a lot of, Big decisions to be made moving forward. And the first is winning. Ba- Look, if they can win two or three against the Braves, right? Just win the next two. And then we're like, oh, that first game loss, they should have won. But whatever. It's like this national series they just had. They lose that first one, the Jankowski play. We're all angry and losing our mind. And then they win the next two, and it's like, okay. All right, breathe. So let's see. Big one tonight. Eflin against Davidson. You have the pitching matchup yet again. Then, obviously, Wheeler, Anderson tomorrow. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. But this is a big one tonight. Aaron Nola did not come through. Will Zach Eflin? They need Zach Eflin to, and look a little extra rest after that last start with the off days. Kind of gave him a little time. Maybe he's got that heavy body thing. Hopefully, um, Eflin's feeling good because they desperately need Eflin to bring it tonight. They need a win in the worst way. It's you know you can't say a must-win game in June. That's ridiculous, but it feels like a very important baseball game for this team. That you can't lose the first two of this series to Atlanta at home. You just can't. So we'll see. Either way, you know we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.